on today's show why people hating your music might actually be a good thing. This is 30 Minute Music Marketing. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. That's you lots out there. Thanks very much for listening to us on the old podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, on the YouTubes or the Facebooks. Are you going to put that subscribe yeah, button thing? Yeah, smash that subscribe bell thing. That way you get up to date with when we do these, and we might be doing a few more little odds and ends. Little odds and ends. In between, so you definitely want to be updated with we the wonderful information. We like doing it so much, Greg. And um, this is what we refer to as a deep dive. Now, that's when we take one particular topic, which is normally perhaps something that I've come across in my um, sphere of being a successful DIY musician, yeah. and, and just talking about it and expanding upon it and, and reflecting upon it for the benefit of uh, of you, the audience out there. I've got to say at this particular point uh, that our mutual friend, uh, Bob Riggles, uh, bassist uh, Bob, he, he's only just come across the, the term deep dive and he's complained that it seems to be everywhere. Get with the programme, Bob. Yeah, I did notice that. I was yeah. like, why is he moaning? I've no idea. But he's, then again, it is a part of the lobby for him. Yeah, he, he, lives in, he lives in Southport. It's, mm, it, so it's a, a parochial little place. It's not in, in the big bustling metropolis like <laughs> where we live. So this happened to me, Greg, just before Christmas. My band had luckily gained a little bit of national exposure. He's still on that one. Yeah, well, no, but what we decided to do is we tried to use that as a bit of leverage. Leverage yep. to try and see what we could get on the back of that. So mm -hmm. we approached uh, a couple of festivals yep. that we might want to play. Um, actually, that was deep dive number 15, how you can go about uh, approaching festivals. And uh, we just said, well, you know, we've, uh, uh, we've had a bit of national exposure here. Uh, you know, that might make us quite popular. Perhaps you might want to have us on your festival. And one particular festival turned around in a quite um, a brusque, manner very very quickly and just says no uh we don't necessarily like what you do uh your music isn't a a good fit for our festival and we don't share the same sort of values well obviously sort of paraphrasing but now initially i was quite i was quite annoyed how, how, how very dare they but i then came to realize that in effect somebody knocking you back in such a way is actually a good thing Okay, first off, the one thing we have to remember is that if you are an independent artist, DIY person, there's no way, because you're primarily doing it all on your own, you can't be all things to all people. You can't, you can't market yourself to, to everyone. You're already a small entity, and mm. it's a bit like trying to spread yourself too thinly over a slice of bread. I mean, even with someone like the weight of, not literally of Ed Sheeran, yeah, you know, he's very, very popular, but not everyone likes him. I don't him. necessarily like him. I so we can't like market to, to everyone. What we have to remember is that really we're all about finding our tribe, our audience. And as, as soon as we found them, then we can concentrate on marketing to them and mm. just them alone. But you, if you think about even sort of, you know, festivals and that, you're not going to appeal to, to every single festival. It's almost initially a case of finding out right well who which sort of festival do we mostly you know match up best with yeah and like i say and it, that's the same with your audience 
as well, trying to find you know the, the people who actually like your music. And one of the ways that you can do that, and we're sort of referring back to an earlier episode here, is branding. Now, branding was episode seven, a, two, a two-parter, no less. That seems like ages ago. Though. It does. Right. I mean, I have to be honest and say, how do you remember this? Or did you go look? Oh, I, I did a bit of research. Okay. It's, all, it's, it's all up there. It's all archived. It's like, how do you remember Right, so, but the, the easiest way to think and remind ourselves about branding is a nice, simple phrase. Branding is understanding. It's help, helping other people understand who you are and what you do as an artist, what your particular values are. And in some respects, Greg, it's a little bit like dating. Now, imagine, Greg... Difficult word of dating. Imagine if you had a dating profile. Imagine such a thing. I don't need to imagine that. No, 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 no. But, right, so what you would do is, in order to try and attract uh, a partner, you might put your likes and dislikes down there. So I've got here, for example, you might say that you like dogs, uh, sports and activities. Films. You, you might like a bit, a little bit of the Netflix and chill. You might like, you know, being kind to animals. Things from the nineteen nineties. Not saying you're old or anything. Protecting the environment. Hang on, have you been on my Tinder profile? No, I'm just. I've known you so. I know you so well. And maybe you might put your dislikes: uh, idiot politicians, selfish people. That's, you really I, have been. On I, I know. Tinder right, but that. So you'd be saying, right? This is, you know, if if you're into, if you're going to be interested in anybody. This is what I'm like. Maybe you might like to be, you know, interested in me. And you know, you're, you're putting your cards on the table almost for, for other people to see. And as musicians, we get an opportunity to do that because, in terms of um, illustrating our values and the things that are dear to us, then you know, you can use your social media channels on a day by day basis to talk about those things, to highlight those things, to maybe comment upon those things that are in the news that mean a lot to you. And you can also argue that those sorts of themes and topics are the things that should be running through your your, your songs and whatever you know you're you're writing material about. So and the idea ultimately is that if you are successful in doing this, then you are going to attract uh, an audience and fans, people with the same values as yourself, and they will like you more than perhaps the people and the musicians out there that don't do that. Now, and the thing is, if you're doing it right, what you will do is you will attract not only an audience of like-minded people, but you will draw them close yeah. to your warm bosom. But the people that aren't like that and don't share those same values you will subsequently push away because mm. they don't share those same values. So if you're doing it right, then you will push people away. Yeah. You will go, no, I, I, I can't stand what she's doing or I really don't like what he's doing. But in some respects, that's actually proof that what you're doing, that your branding is working. It's working well. So as a conclusion to mm-hmm. all this, what we need to do is we need to make sure that we're constantly trying to find new people who share those same values. Now, yeah. one of the, the easiest way maybe to do that is to make sure your brand values are embedded within your songs, so that if anybody does come across your song, so, so maybe if you if you're promoing it uh, via um, I don't know Facebook ads, or if you just um, you know it, if it's apparent within your song and somebody stumbles across your song because of uh, it's in a playlist or from a Discover sort of weekly, they can identify from the the sort of songs that you're writing 
maybe the values that you hold and those sorts of things. And maybe you might need to advertise to fans of artists who share the same values yeah. as you. And again, make sure all your values are evident in terms of what you talk about on social media. Again, for, for people who go, I never know what to talk about on social media. If you've got a clearly defined brand, as in I like this, 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 mm -hmm. I dislike this, this, <clears throat> and this, well, you know, you can just talk about those things rather than having to constantly well, talk about yourself. A lot of people don't seem to get that. They're almost afraid of talking about something that they see is, is a different to their music. Mm. They don't see it as this point of strengthening your brand and helping you connect with the people who also like those things too. And it's a, more ways to um, channel people to what you're doing. And also, you know, I think it just adds a bit more, it's a lot, lot easier to talk about lots of things you're interested in rather than just talk about, oh, I like talk, this guitar. Yeah, oh. talk about me. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, the one thing I found is that on social media, just having chats with my audience about the, things that we all have in common yeah it's, it's great rather than you say having to constantly just talk about let's all talk about me i mean it's a, a subject that most people like doing but well yeah, yeah 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 yeah. but not so many people like listening to yeah so and we've so, already taught sorry to but you know you don't want to be creating advert after advert after advert after advert and if all you're ever talking about is your records or your music all you're doing is creating the very thing that you know doesn't work yes so successful branding will invariably pull people towards you and push some people away. That's, that's, that's the, the, the... But pushing the, people away isn't a bad in thing. In and of itself isn't a bad thing. As long as, again, the, the other side of the seesaw, as long as people are, and you can see that maybe through your, you know, chatting with people on social media and increase in, in follower numbers on your socials, that sort of thing, as and long I, as that's happening then you're all right. And I suppose the other thing is that, you know, we talked about this last week in terms of like this festival kind of saying, oh, you're not what we're looking for. And then, it, and that was like, you know, only a few weeks later after being on the most listened to breakfast show in the nation, uh, you do yeah. kind of going, well, you know, not everyone's going to get it. And not every, yeah, again, it, whatever music you do, like Greg says, not everybody's going to get it. Um, you can't win everybody's hearts and minds. You, you, you're just never going to. So don't worry too much about it. Onwards and upwards, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's, it is, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, well, um, we will at this particular point say uh, hi to uh, The Space and Midnight at Six, who are regular uh, watchers slash listeners to the show. Um, Thanks, gents. If you'd like a shout out on a future episode, just maybe comment. Uh, you know, either on my Twitters or, or his Facebook thing, page. Or, you know, whatever. And again, if there's anything you want us to um, talk about on a future episode, just leave us a comment. Get in contact with us in your preferred manner and we will, uh, we will explore it in our own inimitable fashion. Well, thank you for watching. Remember, hit that subscribe button. I'm yes. Keep saying it, cause Tell every me. YouTube video, they keep they going on about what I'm saying and stuff. So, yes, uh, thank you for watching and we will see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.